So we're out here today in an absolutely beautiful little hidden valley outside of the town where I live in El Valle de Anton in Panama. And we're on my friend's farm. His name is Sebastian. He's back there in the weeds. Uh, we're out here weeding this uh, garden of peppers, this, uh, this little field of peppers that he's growing out here. Uh, and I just wanted to make a point that Sebastian is exactly the kind of person that we're seeing coming north to the U.S. southern border in order to cross into the United States and supposedly looking for a better life. Now, he's been out here working on this farm as a subsistence farmer for his entire life, as did his father and his grandfather and his great-grandfather. So they've been on this property for a couple hundred years. The work that they do here is basically just growing what they need to eat. And you can grow just about anything in Panama. So he's got, there's banana trees right here above me. There's some uh, oranges up on that tree right there. He's got grapefruit. He's got avocado. He's got plantain. He's got yucca. He's got every kind of vegetable, tomatoes, um, you name it. He's got coffee. There's a bunch of coffee plants right over here uh, on this uh, tree line. So he grows what he needs to survive. Now, I want you to compare his life here with the life that he would have if he decided to come to the United States. Sebastian would have to travel about 3,000, a little over 3,000 miles to get to the U.S. Fortunately for him, because he's on the north side of the Darien Gap, he wouldn't have to cross through the Darien Gap. But uh, many, many people do, uh, people who are coming from Venezuela and Colombia and Cuba and Haiti and places like that. And even people we met yesterday in the Darien Gap from Ecuador and Chile and Bolivia, um, even as far south as Argentina. So they, these are the people who have similar lives to the life that Sebastian has. They've been subsisting on their own property uh, for generations in some cases. Uh, and they're being sold this lie that what they need to do is go to the United States so they can make more money because Sebastian really doesn't make any money. Um, and it's, it's not as idyllic as it might look because it, it, yeah, it's difficult. He's got to get out here and work the land and sometimes the crops fail and sometimes they, you know, they have tough years, but, uh, I want you to compare the life that Sebastian has here to the life he would have if he were to go North to the United States. Likely, it would take him uh, several weeks to several months, it depends, to get to the U.S. That's obviously a very arduous and dangerous journey. If he survived that, then he crosses the United, into the United States illegally. Uh, so that makes him a criminal. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. He would be a criminal uh, for doing that. Whether or not he was caught or prosecuted, he's still a criminal. Uh, so there's a moral component to this. And then... What, what's he going to do? He's going to have to find a job. His only skill is, uh, I guess you could say, landscaping, gardening. So he might go to work mowing lawns or weed whacking or something like that. Yeah, minimum wage. Uh, maybe even 13 14 Maybe, let's say, $15 an hour he could make. 
$15 an hour is about $15 an hour more than he makes now. But he's going to have to pay taxes on that, and he's going to have to buy food and shelter and clothing and everything like that in the United States. And you all know how expensive that is. So if a cup of coffee in the U.S. is several dollars uh, and he's got to pay rent, he's got to pay for electricity, he's got to pay maybe a phone, uh, all those bills are bills that he has never had before in his life. So uh, when he thinks, when he hears that he can make $15 an hour, he's not thinking, oh, yeah, but I'm going to have to pay rent. I'm going to have to pay all these because he's never had to do that before. So he really doesn't know. He doesn't, he's not going to consider taxes because he's literally never paid taxes before. And so he's going to end up living away from his family. He's going to have to leave his family here, uh, be away from his family, be away from his kids and his grandchildren and his wife. And he's going to make some money. He's going to send as much as he can back to them probably. Uh, but he's going to probably have to double up, triple up, live in a, a small apartment with several other guys. Uh, that's not a great life. Uh, probably in a crime-ridden neighborhood because he's not going to be able to afford to live in a nice neighborhood. And how is that better than living out here in this incredible nature, living with his extended family, aunts, uncles, cousins, brothers, sisters, kids, grandkids, all together? How is that better from spending his entire life subsisting on the fruits of his own labor, literally the fruits of his own labor, and never paying taxes. How is that better than contributing to the economy in the place where he was born and keeping the family unit together? But yet he, you know, it's, it's so common for people to accept that lie that $15 an hour is the end all and be all of their existence, that that's what they need. Um, they maybe have been persecuted in their own countries. Uh, most of the time they haven't been actually persecuted by their governments, which would give them an a valid asylum claim. Uh, if they're not being persecuted by their governments and they just live in a bad neighborhood where there's a lot of crime, they don't qualify for asylum in the United States. Uh, but even if they did have an asylum claim, they're crossing through a half a dozen or more safe countries where they won't be persecuted by the government uh, to get to the United States. And so they don't have an asylum claim by in, in any way, shape, or form when they get to the U.S. The only reason that these people come to the U.S. is for more money. It's to make more money. And I ask you, it, would it be worth more money to live in a crime-ridden neighborhood in an apartment with a bunch of guys, miss your family, pay taxes, pay all these bills, or live in this idyllic, peaceful valley that's been in your family for 200 years. You tell me. All right. That's all I got for today. Thanks for watching. Please share.